I want you to come on this pod next week mm-hmm. and tell the masses about how awful your fantasy football team did this coming weekend because it is going to get destroyed. Oh, am I playing sir? you this week? Destroyed. I'll tell them right now. I probably will. I, last week was terrible. I'm going to flex all over you. I'm, fle- I'm flexing on you like it's 1993 Lex Luger. That's fine. Which probably means I'm going to lose because that whole build in 93 led to him getting beat. So mm-hmm. what do I know? Yep. <laughs> and whatever. Yeah, I was, it was it was a bad bad weekend all the way around. I thought it was a fantastic weekend. I'm 1-0. I'm going to be 2-0 after this week. Good. And, I mean, that'll be... Uh, a nice pick me up for the inevitable letdown Sunday evening that will with be... this pay per view that's coming. Gotcha. Up. That is called a transition, that's sir. A, that's a very good transition. <laughs> uh, this is the the Chris and Matt Wrestling Podcast. We're coming to you live from the kitchen table, and it is uh, just what four days away, five days away from S- yeah, four sure. days, four days, four days away from Clash of the Champions. We're gonna get into a little bit of a preview of that show and share our thoughts yep um but before that mm-hmm. chris you mentioned something off air that you wanted to get into so why oh, do you we... want to do this off the top yeah let's just do it off the top it'll be the best my favorite thing to talk about for the the show so. okay fair enough um i just want to spend some a couple minutes and just acknowledge and and just celebrate the greatness that is one uh chris jericho yeah um we uh we we touched on it last week uh you know him winning the AEW title and then the whole him losing it subsequently misplacing it right <laughs> um the stuff that came out of that after we finished recording was some of the best stuff like his the promo he cut in the hot dub yeah um and then the promo he cut when he got the title back um the the whole uh, the phenomenon lit- that is a little bit of the bubbly the the litany of bubbly videos that have come out. My God, this guy in oh definitely in the last 20, 25 years, but you know his he's been almost been wrestling for thirty, but yeah, twenty two years like from from like ninety eight WCW until today. Has just been like he's untouchable. He 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 literally can make anything work, mm-hmm. and it's it's incredible to watch. Every time you start to think maybe he's uh, he's lost it or he's he's not as effective as he used to be, mm-hmm. he finds a way to come along and just do something different. And that little bit of the bubbly thing is going to live on forever mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And well, it's so stupid. Well, it's so stupid. The list was stupid. The yeah. uh, the it thing was was ridiculous mm-hmm. dude is just he's had you know he, he'll tell you that he had a he's had a few stinkers you know uh i i think one th- one thing he's talked about a couple times on his on his show is uh he tried to make razzle dazzle yeah a thing and slam a jam on yeah so he, he has the, a few misses here and there but my god man like like the you know Roz Jericho and and Monday Night Jericho Monday Night Jericho and just all this filthy disgusting brutal mm-hmm. dirty bottom feeding trash bag ho exactly yeah no it's just he's the man uh he's 
I I don't see how you can have a disc- discussion. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're going to talk about you know drawing money and that kind of thing, obviously it's a two horse race between Hogan and and Austin. Mm-hmm. But if you're going like the overall greatest of all time, I don't see how he's at not at least in the discussion. Yeah, I I think especially when you look at. Um... When you take a package of, of what makes a great like a great wrestler, he's he's among the elite at everything about it, um, and yeah, the elite, the the elite. That's probably why he's the all elite champion. Yes. Ha ha ha. Uh, he can talk with he can talk with the best of them, and he can talk as a heel and a baby mm-hmm. face. He's not just one of those. He, he's not the Rock who could go out there and and. Um, he cut the same promo whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. It was just what, who he was talking mm-hmm. about to get the heat. Jericho can uh, cut an effective, straight-laced heel promo. Mm-hmm. He can cut an amazing babyface promo. He can cut the in-between. Um, in the ring, he's not He's he's not on the level of Michaels. No. He's not, he's not uh, a Ric Flair type. But he doesn't go out there and just do the same five moves Cena Hogan style. Mm-hmm. He can go out there and he can mix it up with anybody. Mm-hmm. He's just as effective in the middle of the card as he is at the top of yeah. the card. His stuff with with Big Show when they were the the tag Jerry well, yeah, Show. I was gonna say that the, the other thing like so you've got his crazy over the top characters that we all know and love uh, throughout his career. But then like you said like you were just mentioned like that oh. Like late oh eight through when he left in whatever year that eleven yeah, ten eleven like whatever that. like that like the the super serious suit Jericho like that up until up until his last run in WWE in in sixteen like everyone was talking about how that Jericho was the best Jericho ever yeah. well then he comes back and he he does the thing with Kevin Owens with the list and and it and stupid idiots. And then everyone's like, well, no, this is the best Jericho ever. And now, like, if he keeps going, like, once they get on TV and he's out there every week cutting promo, like, there's just no... Well, and, and his diversity. He's he's the epitome of changing it up mm-hmm. and, and becoming something completely different. I was in love with the character he was doing in Japan the last couple of years. This psychotic, mm-hmm. screaming, like, you son of a bitch, and, like, mm-hmm. attacking random people and just going full-blown. It's a, it's a completely different heel than the one he was in 16. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different heel than the one he was in 10, which is different than the one he was in 2005 when he was feuding with Cena, mm-hmm. which was different than the one he was uh, when he was feuding with Triple H, yeah. which was different than the, the Jericho, crybaby, whiny, arrogant prick Jericho, mm-hmm. Uh, from 97 and 98 yeah. in WCW, and you look at his babyface runs, he wasn't the same guy in every one mm-hmm. of those, too. It's it, it, it's incredible. Um, at some point, I think he'll eventually get his due, as, like you said, in the discussion of the greatest of all time. Um, the longevity of it, too. Yeah, I was... You, you... If you look at all the, the best of all time, their runs are... So extremely limited mm-hmm. they're not very long aside from undertaker flair i don't even think flair flair's top run was what 10 years mid 80s to to mid 90s right i mean he wasn't on top at the end of the 90s in wcw and he certainly wasn't a main event draw uh saint his entire wwe run was that way he mm-hmm. was he was there he's great but he was never like 
the man, right. you know, which we can get into that whole controversy, oh, yeah. too. Uh, but Jericho always seems to find a way. He, he'll have some downtime, mm-hmm. but he always seems to find a way to elevate his stuff, and he elevates everyone around him, mm-hmm. too. Yep. So. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's definitely, uh, if, if, you know, Shawn Michaels is, is my 1A favorite wrestler of all time, Jericho's 1B. Like, it's that close. Hmm. Um, he's just, he's just great. Um I just can't say enough good things about the guy. He's he's so smart too. Like if you like when if you listen to his podcast and you hear him describe why he does certain things or why someone else should or shouldn't do certain things, you're like that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 fantastic at reading an audience and knowing how to play to it. And what I another thing is he's always been a guy who uh appeals to where wrestling is going at mm-hmm. that time as opposed to fighting back. He's mm-hmm. willing to adapt with the changes and when he realizes he's not where he needs to be, he's always found a way to take a yeah. step back mm-hmm. and readjust and realign, find out where he needs to be and then go that way. Yeah. It's he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's brilliant. So. Yep. That he is. So Alrighty. Well Are you done fanboying out over I, him now? I, I am, I am. We can move on. It's yeah. just like I said, like we we were sending each other all those all those videos and stuff last week, and I just was like, I this is something I I wanna at at some point spend a few minutes on because it's it it's and it's incredible. coming to an it's coming to an end too. He right. like he 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 looks his age. Mm-hmm. He's he's not as athletic as he used to be, and this isn't I like I'm not crapping on him. Father time yeah. catches up to every athlete. He's only going to be able to do this for so mm-hmm. many more years. Yeah. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you get one great year out of him in AEW, and then he's just an, an attraction, mm-hmm. and then hopefully he sticks around there and is able to help out behind the scenes with all of his knowledge that you just talked about. Right, right. Because uh, that's a mind that needs to be in the business. He's mm-hmm. someone who can really help people. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's we're we're approaching the end. I would I would think you you would think, but he could Ric Flair it. Who knows? I do think he'd be wholly insulted that you named your fantasy football team a little bit of the bubbly. Then you went out and laid an egg in I week did. one. I did. I got demolished. This is gonna be a theme this fall of me just shitting all over your fantasy That's football fine. team unless you turn it around. That's fine. You don't got Danny Woodhead to save you this time. I don't. So on to a cha- uh, class of the champions. Yes. Or is it clash of champions? Clash of champions. It should be clash of the champions, but you know. Whatever. Why? Well, Why well, acknowledge the past, right? Yeah, exactly. I noticed on Raw this week, Michael Cole ref- referred to the Four Horsemen as a, a a stable from the legendary era of wrestling. They couldn't say like. From the NWA or from WCW. No, no, no. The legendary era of wrestling in the 80s. Right. Even though they own all this stuff. So it's like... Anyways. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just... Uh, so I, I read today that they actually are moving the King of the Ring final to Monday. Yeah, yeah. That was, they announced that last night on Did SmackDown. They? Yeah, the graphic that came up said it was Monday. Quick aside before we get into this card, um, Raw and SmackDown this week. Raw was the first half of the Lions game, and SmackDown was the second half of the Lions game. <laughs> yeah, I'll use that analogy. Yeah, I, I, I loved I I loved Raw. I thought it was is really good. I thought all the in ring action was good. Uh, 
last night was just I I I was watching it. I just didn't tweet anything because there was nothing I felt like I needed to like. It just was yeah. It was just was there. So I saw the ninety minute Hulu version of Raw. Um, I was entertained. I liked I liked what I saw mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Um, I I. It's one of my sticking points. I really hate that the only way they can get reactions is to bring back these these guys from the past. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it it says an awful lot about Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman <laughs> that it wasn't until Austin got his hands on AJ that the place went nuts. And the whole time they're out there, they're not chanting for Burn It Down. They're not chanting for Braun. It's Austin. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, uh, my wife said it when she saw him. She goes, he looks like he could get in the ring. Mm-hmm. Some son of a bitch. If he's out there, he looks like he could go. Let's get one more out of him. We're paying everyone else all this I, money. I said it on Twitter when when they did the business with him and AJ. I'm like, well, add Steve Austin to the list of guys that I want to see AJ work with. That'll never happen. Yeah, like, it, but it's it's a sad like it's a sad commentary on the company. I know it's it's the Garden. I know it's New York. Austin is he's a, he's an icon to everybody. You're making everyone else look bad by putting them in the ring with him. You are. You are. But I do like what they did at the end of the night with him out there celebrating with all the guys. Because uh, I, I know that was a, a a sticking point that a lot of people had at Raw Reunion a couple months back. That, hey, you know, you should use Austin and some of these legends to kind of give the rub, so to speak, to the young guys. So I like that... Um, on on Raw Monday, they did have him come out and 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 celebrate and drink beers with all those guys at the end of the night. I think mm. you know. Nah, I I don't care. So, I I if I'm gonna be critical of guys like Lesnar and Taker, I got to be critical. Even though I love Austin, he's you know a top five all time for me. Mm-hmm. I can't. I like. I just couldn't get over the fact that that whole arena, all they cared about was Stone Cold mm-hmm. and no one else in that ring. So, yeah. Um. And that you mentioned it on Twitter, the pop when he came out is just—it was ridiculous. It's it's legendary. Like that glass hits, and it's an instantaneous roar. Yeah. And then the whole time he's out there, that's all they care mm-hmm. about. So. Um, and again, like like we talked about last week, they were really loud for for Seth for his entrance, and then I think they were all right, and then he started pandering. Well, he started pandering, and, and then he had the you know. One thing they got to realize is that, especially when you're in New York, but, like, even, even when you're not in New York, when you're in these other places, too, fans are smarter than ever now. Yeah. Uh, and so... When Don't you, call yourself best in the world. Exactly. Um, like, the only, to me, the only guy in that company that can make that claim and maybe get away with it is AJ. Yeah. Uh, well, it work, and it works when Shane does it, because people hate him. Well... But you no, know, that's a gimmick. Yeah, like, but when you go out, literally go out there yeah. and like, I'm the best wrestler or best sports entertainer or whatever the hell you call yourself in the world. Like AJ, like he's just so good. Like I, I loved eh. everything AJ did Monday night. Yeah. Like he, like as as much as I love him as a baby face, I really love him as a heel because he's just so like smarmy. An, yeah, exactly. That's exactly the right word, smarmy. In in. I guess we're going to just take a little bit of a diversion from getting the preview. I sent you a text. If you've ever heard Luke Gallows do 
the Steve Austin voice. Mm-hmm. It's spot on. Mm-hmm. It's spot on. And AJ did fine. I I sent you a text saying, why wouldn't they have Gallows uh, do that? And you responded that it wasn't about trying to get Gallows over. And AJ was the one that was going to eat the stunner. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I thought... One thing I'm noticing with the OC is Gallows and Anderson aren't... I don't feel like they're being elevated by being with AJ, and they're not not enough of a light is being shined on them and right. what they can do. Yeah, you could have had Luke Gallows do the Austin thing, and him and AJ could have gone back and forth and just made fun of each other with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have done something different to show a, a little bit of a, a charismatic side, because um, anyone that runs down Steve Austin is going to be booed, right? right? It wasn't going to turn into like, oh, he really got Austin. You could have given them a little more charisma, give, highlighted them a little bit, because they were really entertaining when they were doing the doctor. Mm-hmm. Doctor, give them some personality other than just standing behind AJ mm-hmm. and then eating someone's finisher every week. Right. Yeah. And, no. I, yeah. No. I, I. I. I can agree with that. So. But all right, uh, Clash of Champions. Uh, we got the cruiserweight title, which will more than likely be on the pre-show. Drew Gulak in a triple threat match against. Uh, Umberto Carrillo and Lance, Lince Dorado. Is Kushida getting added to this match? I don't believe so. I don't care. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire. See, again, I'm going to be watching Sunday Night Football during the... Like, there's so much on this card and this will be a thing. I don't care. I Especially, like, I, I don't understand. Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss have been doing fantastic as kind of this middle-of-the-road baby-face, mm-hmm. middle-of-the-road heel unit, mm-hmm. and then they're going to go back to the same old tired, uh, look how hot I am, mm-hmm. look how ugly you are gimmick. Like, it's so, I don't know, it, it's, I'm not a woman, so I can't speak to that, but it's got to be tiresome if you're a female watching this. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, every couple months, they go to this same old, right. I'm better looking than you mentality storyline, and it's right. just weak, and it doesn't... Right. You could just you could just have Mandy and and oh, what the, I can't her name is Sonia Deville. I was gonna say Sarah Logan. They all they're all <laughs> generic, but you could just have them be conniving like mm-hmm. uh, shady people and yeah. just do that as opposed to the you know I'm better looking than you. Right. especially if you know anything about Sonia. We're like she spoke out about that. Like yeah. part of the reason she's uh, came out and wanted to be in the business and stuff was to be like. You know, women don't need to be judged solely on their looks sort of thing. Right. No, I I get it. I did like... I, I don't like the the whole story being uh, revolved around that. I did like the little exchange in the tag match last week on SmackDown. when <laughs> I didn't see it, so... <laughs> so so Mandy was beaten on, on Nikki, and she screams, You'll never look like me. And then Alexa on the apron goes, Nobody wants to! <laughs> <laughs> and then Mandy turned around and goes, shut up. And then Alexa was like, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. It was a funny exchange. But yeah, like there's no need for the whole whole uh, program to be uh, built around it. Right. Um, so, but I would, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess Alexa, Alexa and Nikki retain. I would think so, yeah. Um, then again, like they've already, like they've already beaten all the rest of the quote unquote tag teams. So, I mean... I don't know. That's just a mess. Uh, what's not going to be a mess is the SmackDown tag team title match, New Day versus The Revival. You say that, but every time I get excited about a Revival match, it seems to kind of fall a little flat lately. 
Um, and part of that has to do with the booking because it's it's usually booked on Raw or SmackDown, and they you know that's where they tend to throw mm-hmm. on their clusters. Yeah. Um, on paper, yeah, it could be really good. At the same time, I'm not I'm not overly excited about it because every time and we talk about this continuously on the show, every time they start to focus on the tag division, what do they do? They pull it back a little bit. I I wouldn't be surprised if this match only gets seven or eight minutes. Yeah, it ends in a schmaz, mm-hmm. and that's and it, it and it feeds. It could all it could probably feed into the main event or the world title mm-hmm. match as opposed to just being a separate yeah separate match. Yeah, could be. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hope hope and pray that it's it's a it's worthwhile. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would, on paper it should be. Should, I, paper, I would expect New Day to win. Yeah, uh, I would think so, but who knows? Um, then the Raw Tag Team Championship: Seth and Braun versus Dolph and, and Robert Roode. Um, you know the whole: Are they going to get along? Because they got to fight each other later. Um, I don't see any value in putting the belts on Dolph and, and, and Rude. No. So I, I'm going to say that Seth and Braun. Or the, the OC belts. gets involved and it turns into a five on two beatdown. Right. Yeah, that could happen too. That, that's, that's where so. I'm going. Or they could they could have, have Dolph and, and, and uh, Rude win, and then that can they can be transitional champs and put the belts on the War Raiders. Or Viking Raiders, and then the Viking Raiders and the OC can have their program Possibly. that looks like starting. Possibly. I feel like the tag title thing is going to play into um, the story going forward with The Fiend. Could be. So, Could be. Which we'll get to. Right, yeah. Um, U.S. title, this is another one I'm looking forward to. AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, Cedric's been, hey man, he's been putting in really good work the last mm-hmm. month or so. Uh, the little feud he had with Drew, uh, he had a phenomenal match with Baron Corbin last week, and then he got he got the, vic- the big victory in the main event of Raw this week in Madison Square Garden. So, yeah. um, which is good to see. Um, this guy made the joke on Twitter when you know him and AJ had the little bit of a singles match to begin with, and then the OC came out and the Viking Raid. I'm like, oh look, it's Ring of Honor from like three years <laughs> yeah, ago, yeah, right? Um, right. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy Cedric's getting his, uh, um, getting his time to shine if, right now. If they give this match the same amount of time they've been giving his TV matches lately, it'll, it'll steal the show. Mm-hmm. If they don't, and it's only like eight or nine minutes, it'll be a solid match, but I, I think they'll be leaving a great match on the table. Yeah. But hopefully with Heyman, and it seems like Heyman has been really mm-hmm. involved the last month or so yeah. in pushing this up. Hopefully Heyman's like, look, we got to block out 20 minutes and, and just put on yeah. a barn burner of a match here mm-hmm. and and get this really going. Because if AJ goes out there and beats this kid in eight minutes, it's going to feel like a lot like they just did to Ricochet, yeah. who's in my eyes has lost a lot mm-hmm. of momentum over the last month and a half, two yeah. months. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, the IC title, um, Nakamura versus The Miz. This is one I don't care about. Yeah. I really I don't. don't. Either. Uh, I like what they're doing with Sammy and Knock, but I, if they put the belt on the Miz again, like really, what what does that do? And Nakamura, 
I, I just I'm not excited about no. it. Uh, I'm gonna say Nakamura retains. I mean, there's the rumor the draft is. is yep. They're gonna do another draft uh, once Fox comes along. Um, so maybe then they can switch the IC belt over to Raw. In my mind, Miz should be on Raw because Raw is on USA Network, which is the same channel that his reality show is yep. on. Um, so I guess they could just flip-flop the mid-card belts again between the shows. Uh, but for me, uh, I would keep the keep it on Nakamura for now because um, at least it gives him something. Yeah, it, it gives him... Yeah, you're right. It gives some reason to be interested in him if you're not if you're casual and i want to make it clear it's not that i don't care about nakamura they just don't do anything they don't know how to do they don't know how to use him uh i did like the touch and commentary this week where he answered everything in japanese Japanese. and he's you know uh kind of playing up that heel side of it but that's a guy man you want to start building people up say gable you know gable's I don't think he's going to win King of the Ring. I've either. said from the beginning I thought it was going to be Corbin. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you gave Gable, like, a really good little push and let him challenge that, that could be a fantastic wrestling mm-hmm. match. Those are two guys that can lay it in there. They're there, both athletic. There's three guys that's currently on SmackDown that I think could get, put really good matches together with Shinsuke. It's Gable. I, 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 Buddy Murphy. Yep. And Andrade. Okay, four then, because I was going to say Ali. Yeah, Ali too, but... Yeah. Um, all four of those guys, uh, if you set up a program they, with, with they, Shinsuke for the IC title... The mid-card on SmackDown has a lot of potential mm-hmm. to be like it was when Heyman took mm-hmm. over in 2002, 2003. They just have to utilize right. it. Um, I, 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 We're going to get to this match. I'm hoping... Um, this Daniel Bryan thing ends up quick. I wouldn't mind see. I, I, mind. I would love to see Daniel Bryan and Nakamura go at yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're both either. heels and. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and and real quick on the Miz. You know, we just talked about Jericho about how great he is heel or face. That ain't the Miz. Nope. Th- this is the second time now where they've turned him babyface in his career, and it just falls flat. Like he just feels because, like another guy. Well, because yeah, exactly. They don't uh, with him. They don't allow him to be like like Jericho. He's he does, he changes things a little bit, especially like when he was suit Jericho. But he's always pretty close to the same guy, whether he's heel or. It's face. just the target changes. It's the target changes, and, and you know he's a little more. Uh, uh, venomous with his words Miz just completely changes everything yeah like he's not nearly you use the word smarmy to to describe it like he needs to be that but just toward the heels not the exactly. super like he he should pandering be, baby face he like should be Seth. he should be knocking Sami Zayn for being a nobody from the indies mm-hmm. the same way he did to Daniel Bryan yep and, but when you do it with Sami Zayn, it cuts a little deeper because Zayn has never got to the levels of a Daniel Bryan right. where he can be like, you know, just hammering him on that stuff and mm-hmm. they don't do it. And, and he could talk about Nakamura being a failure. Why don't you go back to Japan, to, to, to Japan where you have one big show a year mm-hmm. where people come out to see you and I'll go back, to, you know, I'll stay here and main event cards all over the country mm-hmm. and sold out arenas sort right. of thing. But they don't. For whatever reason, man, they're they've got these baby faces that are just 
Aw, shucks. Cringe. Yeah, I'm just happy to to stand up for what's mm-hmm. right and defend my honor. Mm-hmm. Crap. Speaking of baby faces that are crap sometimes. That uh, just defend their honor. Yeah. And, yeah. We got the uh, the Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. No DQ match. Uh, this this piece of business is about the only thing I liked on SmackDown last week. Yeah, the brawl. Their was, brawl was really yeah, the good. The Kofi one was decent yeah. too, but it went on too long. Right. Um, I'm interested in this match. Um, if it's just two big dudes just beating the hell out of each other, should be pretty good. If they, you know, it can't be too long. Like, yeah. this is a perfect match. This is the... if. This is the match that needs to be, like, eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the AJ Cedric one can get, like, 15. Or like, 20, yeah. Or 20. Yeah, I was, I, th- I was thinking about this. they're going to flip-flop it. Watching the brawl, like, at first I was like, man, this kind of sucks. But I'm like, at least they're doing something with Roman that I think it's pretty clear to everyone. Daniel Bryan is going to be involved with it. Daniel Bryan's behind it. Blah, yeah, blah, it's blah. got to be. It's going to lead to Bryan and Roman which is an, a feud that can last for a few more weeks. It keeps Roman out of the main event picture. It keeps him in there with someone fresh and something new. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Bryan and Roman had a fantastic match at Fastlane a couple years ago when they were really trying to sell yeah. everyone on Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not hating this as much as I thought I would. That being said, Sunday, I'm not... I'm not anxious to see where the story goes because yeah. I think I already know where it's going. And the story they're going to tell to get there isn't going to be so mm-hmm. much that I'm like, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm not anxious, but I am interested to see what what kind of match they put on yeah. together. This is like episode like, like episode 16 of a 24 you know episode mm-hmm. season of TV where it's like, we're going to give you a little story, but really it's just kind of filler yeah. to get mm-hmm. to the back end. Yeah. Yep. Um, the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defends against Charlotte Flair. Uh, I think Bailey needs to retain. I think she will. I I hope so. I hope I hope so. Um, again, like the tag match those those four had on on Monday was really good. Yep. Aside from the moonsault, but but, but hey, no one's perfect. Like, well, and I will bring up, um, and I noticed it right away, and it it made me just as mad now as it did back then. So, someone. Stone Cold was at Raw this week. I hope after everyone cleared the building, he took her into a corner and said, "This is how you kick somebody in a corner." Mm-hmm. She she just lays in the the weakest looking kicks mm-hmm. every time she's got someone in the corner. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Yeah, and even her like I when when her big boot connect you know is on, it looks really good. But when it doesn't, she's always like six inches away from the person's face, and it doesn't look very good. Like that's got to be a little bit more consistent. Lay too. your stuff in mm-hmm. there, make it look good. Because mm-hmm. when it looks bad, it ruins everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I thought I, I those four. I like. I don't remember seeing them in a ring together in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've done it, but. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole night with those four, it was really good stuff. The the touch of Bailey or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Becky and Charlotte, like when they're in that backstage yes. segment. Just I like, mentioned it on Twitter, just them uh, staring at each other while you know Becky's taping her wrists. The, just the Char- tension yeah. of it, like mm-hmm. this is you know we're here. But I like that they didn't say they didn't say 
I don't trust you. Well, yeah. I don't trust you. They just let it breathe mm-hmm. and let you come to it. And then even when they're standing in the ring together, when Bailey and Sasha came out, they weren't looking at each other, but they were like they were just dead set yeah. on the ring and they weren't talking. And after the match too, like yep. after they won, they're just standing in the ring, just tunnel vision on, on the other two uh, girls. They're focused on the other mm-hmm. ones. I, I hope that they let those four. Mm-hmm kind of main event at the top for a while and, mm-hmm. and quit trying to, to push all these other girls up that aren't ready yet. Um, they need... Um, I'm I, I'm okay with this little underneath feud of Natty and Lacey. Like, that's fine. Like, you do need to start... Right, but Lacey clearly wasn't ready. Ember right. Moon clearly wasn't ready. Right. When they pushed... Um, uh, uh, Nia Jax up. She clearly wasn't ready. Like the 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 two or three other ones that should be coming up and getting into that mix are Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and that's probably it. Mm-hmm. You know. But if those are your six, Carmella, nah, I, as a, as another baby face, they but they've changed her around too much to, to me. Where she's, I don't know how you take her serious as a as a wrestler right right now. You could do it. You but you it. always hear Bischoff talks about it all the time, um, and I think Bruce touches on it too. You really only need six or eight main players at the top of your card and let mm-hmm. them interchange. If your six are Sasha, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, Alexa, and Asuka, mm-hmm. that's a really nice mix. To f- and then you know if Ronda ever comes Came back, back you, or you want to bring someone up from NXT because I, I think Shayna's ready. Um, uh, to be uh, in the ring with some of those top girls, mm-hmm. she's not ready to lead, but she's ready to be in there with some of the top mm-hmm. top uh, women. That's a nice mix um, of your six between your two shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, if they split the two shows off, you you're right. You are going to need underneath people yeah. to step up. Yeah. So, so and uh, so we both think Bailey is going to retain. Yep. Uh, I think Becky's going to retain in the other one. See, yep. you do. Yep. Uh, maybe. Um, I think this is the one that's that's going to get extended uh, to Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Um, so I guess they could, yeah, I, I guess you could do that. And then, because then you got to worry about, if you do that, then you got to worry about how Becky gets a rematch when there's no automatic rematches. So, yeah, no, I, I, could, I could see that. I could very much see where they're having their match. Bailey comes out. Charlotte comes out. There's a schmoz. Becky wins, and then Sasha can say, the only reason you won is everyone was involved. We need to be locked where it's just you and I. Mm-hmm. And, and boom, there you yeah. go. I, I, don't think, I don't think you should take the belt off of Becky mm-hmm. for a long time. I think Becky should have a, a very long run with this Raw title. Mm-hmm. E- maybe even through WrestleMania of next year. Uh, just so whenever... It'll happen, but whenever Ronda comes back or starts to get around you've got that like i've still got your belt mm-hmm. you know what are you what are you gonna do right but without no i mean without knowing yeah yeah um the wwe championship kofi defending against randy um i i kofi needs to win and he needs to win clean but after last night, I'm not convinced. I got I think bad Orton's news for win. you. I, f- I feel like that that moment in Madison Square Garden was kind of the, the send-off of, like, look at how far he's come in 10 years. 
now we're going to take it away from you. And that's a shame. But that could also be a match that, that ends up in Hell in the Cell. Maybe they don't do do the women. Revival get involved. Yeah. New Day gets involved. Well, they usually have two Hell in the Cell matches. Right, so. right. And we know one's going to be The Fiend versus whomever. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So See you in Hell. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um, you're probably right. I just... I think that's a bad call. Um, but... I don't think Kofi should lose the belt to Randy Orton. I, I, Randy, it doesn't do anything more for Randy Orton. Randy Orton's not going to get any more heat mm-hmm. or any... Uh, he doesn't need the accolade anymore. No. It should be someone else who be- knocks him mm-hmm. off for that. And I think it would be nice to have a brand new feud for SmackDown when they go on to Fox. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think that show should debut with Randy Orton as your champion. Right. Could I don't be either. wrong, but... Especially because I think the, the like the graphics they've shown like during the football games, I think Kofi's been on there. Oh yeah, he's yeah so, he's a major. He's heavily featured. Well, then in it. yeah, no, he definitely should keep the title then. And yeah, I would I would hope so, but I could also see where Randy Orton has the belt, and they're like, no, oh, the big dogs coming after Randy. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, and then. Probably the main event, the Universal title, Seth versus Braun. I I really don't care. I, I, it's, I've been on this. Seth Rollins has not been a, a very convincing baby face. Um, I worry that since they've already announced The Fiend is going to get the title match, you put The Fiend out there with this Seth Rollins character. I, I was he thinking might, the same he thing. He might get eaten alive. Either one of these two. Well, so I think the Braun one would be a better storyline, though. It would be a better storyline, and you might not... I, I, I completely agree. If it's Fiend versus Rollins, Rollins getting booed out of the building. I think so. Uh, you might have more of a chance of a 50-50 if it's Braun, because people really like Braun. But, I mean, the Fiend, like... And I the thing is with the Fiend, like, without... Without stripping him of everything that makes him interesting, I don't know how you prevent that from happening. Yeah. Like, um, I was thinking about it. Uh, I, I was listening to an interview with 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 Baron Corbin uh, from a couple weeks ago, and I, w- I was just thinking about Baron Corbin after after Monday, and I'm like, you know, the last few weeks he's put on really good matches, and you could see like there it wasn't quite fifty fifty, but there was some let's go Corbin chance in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, again, it's New York. That kind of thing happens there. But still, like, a month ago, I couldn't have seen that happening. No way. But it's because he's been having really good matches lately. It's like, as soon as... And this is where, like... Not to get off on too much of a change, that like, I don't... I sympathize, because I don't know how you be a good heel without people thinking... You suck. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but I, I, I it's, think... It seems like anytime you tr- you start doing anything that's remotely good, like, people start cheering. I think in the case of Corbin, though, it was more of a matter of, like, he was really bad in the ring for... Like, there were there were huge chunks of his matches where things were sloppy, mm-hmm. and they look... And I think in a, in a, in this uni- in this era of wrestling where, like, there's so much of it out there. 
if you're just a casual fan, you can tell when someone belongs and when someone doesn't. And it's one thing when you've got like uh, a heel out there that falls on his face on purpose or that sort of. It's a completely other th- another thing when like he was having bad matches and cutting bad promos and just a boring character, and he was in the main event. Um, it was just like, oh, this guy of mm-hmm. all the guys. And now that he's having a few good matches, I think people are just kind of saying, like, hey, like, good for you. You're finally up to snuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't think people are going to be happy when he wins the King of the Ring. Uh, but I get what you're saying. It's, it's very hard. And tying that into The Fiend, um, this is, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. This is the catch-22 of putting him in this title match. Um, I don't know how you beat him, because if you beat him, you, you take away everything that's special about him. And I don't think he needs a championship right now. I don't want him to have the championship right now. Yeah, you're right. So this is kind of like, I, I feel like they may have jumped the gun here. But if someone's going to beat him, I think it should be Braun over Seth Rollins. Oh, definitely. Especially because you could tie into the um, Braun knows Bray. Mm-hmm. He may not know this side of Bray, but he. I just feel like that story... Makes a lot more sense than what I think they're going to do, which is the Shawn Michaels, Mankind, uh, Mind Games thing from, you know, mm-hmm, 1986. 96. I think that, I said it a couple weeks ago, I think that that's where they're going. They're going to have Seth so beat Braun, they're going to have Seth beat The Fiend, so he's just going to be on this run of like, I've beaten Brock, I've mm-hmm. beaten all the big guys, blah, blah, blah. Then what? Yeah. They, uh, and I, that, that's a surefire way, way to get him booed. I, I agree. Especially because he's not going out there and having Shawn Michaels caliber matches mm-hmm. while he's doing it. It's one mm-hmm. thing if you're a, a guy that size or whatever and you go out there and you have the best match. Uh, like, there's no argument about it. Mm-hmm. You're going out there and you're just killing it every single mm-hmm. night. You go out there and keep having these middle-of-the-road matches where there's not really a lot of excitement and uh, you're flubbing up moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Crowd's going to turn on you. Right. Yep. Um... What do you think? Uh, what do you think the eleven nineteen signified in the Undertaker? Yeah, uh, that when when I saw that theory on Twitter, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that it's it's Survivor mm-hmm. Series. He's gonna call out the Undertaker, right? And that could be the of Taker. One last ma- one last match puts where, the fiend over where it began at Survivor Series. Fiend steals his soul or whatever, and then mm-hmm. he's got the powers of the dead man. How crazy would it be if like the fiend is like sitting up and mm-hmm. he's got urn instead of a lantern? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's this. I'm. <laughs> I'm anxious to see where this hell in the cell thing goes because I'm just. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to like it, but at the same time, like I'm just morbid curiosity. I'm like, what? How are they going to get out of this without either completely destroying the fiend or like sacrificing one of the other two guys? Like, I, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Unless they're unless they're going to add to the the story and like maybe he loses, but then he just absolutely destroys Seth or whatever. I I don't know. I. Like I said, I think they booked themselves into a corner by putting the fiend in this match. I think they did too. I think they did too. What do you think about them bringing him out for a dark match last night? That's fine. Yeah. Um, because it's not on TV. It's for that New York crowd. Mm-hmm. I think it was a really good way to, for get people to stick around for two hundred five. Well, yeah, but if you looked at the video, people had left. Right. Um, get people to stick around for two hundred five, but also 
we've heard it for years. Vince Gage's reactions on how things go in the garden. You mm-hmm. bring him out in the garden. That crowd seemed pretty from the YouTube videos I saw. They were pretty into it. Yeah, it's a really good sign for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't hate it. We talked about it. I don't need to see him on TV every mm-hmm. week. But if you make him a special attraction, what, what they've been doing with him since SummerSlam has been perfect. Yep, it's exactly what I would have done. Mm-hmm. You, you you keep him on TV as far with the Firefly Funhouse. But yeah, I mean, and then very random, he the fiend pops up and, and attacks someone. But other than that, he does not need to be yeah, on Raw because it needs to feel special. Mm-hmm. Because you want that reaction and the crowd of like, mm-hmm. oh, he's here, as mm-hmm. opposed to like, yeah, he's here every week. Yeah, which we've talked about. I th- I think is part of the problem with all their baby faces and a lot of the the show is everyone's all the top stars are on TV every week no one feels mm-hmm. special cuz you see them all the time yeah um if 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 you listen to Bruce Pritchard's podcast something to wrestle they just went over the ground zero 1997 mm-hmm. pay-per-view and if you remember at that time stone cold was hurt he wasn't wrestling every week he was on TV most weeks but it was always in an interview segment and he got more popular by causing mayhem and destruction mm-hmm. not being in the ring and just doing these interviews and stunning people than he did in the months leading up to to that point mm-hmm. like he continued his momentum that's a great way to look at things guys don't need to be out there every single week uh wrestling right they can do other stuff mm-hmm. you know but seth rollins main eventing every monday night raw is kind of part of the reason people are are getting sick of him mm-hmm. and i I know he's your boy. I feel the same way about AJ Styles. I see him wrestle too much now. Yeah. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel special when he's in the ring like it did when he first started and he wasn't in the ring every single night. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I can I can see that. So I I, I think it's it's really gonna you'll notice I think people will notice it when Daniel Bryan finally gets back in the ring. He's not hurt or anything. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been wrestling a lot lately. He wasn't on the SummerSlam card, he's not on Clash. Like it'll feel mm-hmm important when he's actually and there. and like you, you talk about the two you know main title feuds like other than you know the first few weeks after SummerSlam we haven't really seen Orton and Kofi like in the ring yeah uh the last few weeks like they've they've gotten physical and stuff but they haven't actually wrestled matches the last yeah. few weeks so that's been that's been nice too so yeah so I don't know I it's Gonna be probably gonna be a meh show, or they could just throw everything at the wall because they know they're trying to push people uh, to get them excited for all the changes coming up. Maybe I don't know. I don't uh, think so, but on uh, you know, you know, uh, unlike SummerSlam when you you like it's so you like you're expecting big things because it's a big show. All I'm asking for out of this is just to not, when I'm done at 11 o'clock or whatever, I don't want to feel like I wasted a bunch of time. Like I should have watched a Sunday night football game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I don't have my hopes up. No, yeah. So, anything else you want to add about The Clash? Uh, No, no, not about The Clash. Uh, A couple side notes. Uh, We touched on it earlier. Uh, I made the joke of to be the man. Apparently, Ric Flair is in in the middle of a lawsuit with WWE over that catchphrase. Yeah, that's um, I'm sure that's going well. And apparently, yeah. it's caused a little bit of rift with him and Charlotte. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. 
So, and he's like, I don't want Becky to stop using it. I just want to get paid for it. Which, hey, if he's got the, tra- if the if the tables were turned mm-hmm. and WWE had that trademark, mm-hmm. they'd be like, pay me yep. now. Yep. So, yeah, no, if, yeah, if he's, I mean, good for, I mean, go for it. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the nature boy. Get, you know, those limousines and uh, jets aren't free. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> did you see him? He was in the uh, the announcement video for the the Hella Mega Tour. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Whatever, he's everywhere now. He is. He is. So um, we we talked about it last week. We we kind of thought this is where they were going to go, but they officially announced Jericho versus Cody mm-hmm. at Full Gear. Yep, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, but I I don't know, man. I don't know if I I don't I love Cody, but I don't. I don't think he should be the guy, to, you know. Hope. Oh, if he beats Jericho, you're going to get a lot of people like bullshit, mm-hmm. and I'll be one of them. I, I don't think you will. You'll get a few people, but I, I, I think the vast majority, and, and, and this is on both sides. I think the vast majority of AEW fans are cult-like in the fact that. They can do no wrong. The same, same. There's a lot of WWE fans the same way, but I, I, I just, I just have that feeling that there'll be a, a, a slight, you know, there'll be a, a mild disturbance in the force, so to speak. But, but I don't think it's going to be as, as, as big or as over or as blown up as. as it probably should. I think it all depends on if the rest of the card also delivers too. Mm-hmm. I think part of the reason people always crapped on Triple H is the rest of the card would always be weak, and then Triple H would always come out on top, uh, on top of everything else. Right. But uh, no, I think I think there would be a a pretty significant backlash if Cody uh, came in and got the belt right away. Um, just because there's so many other guys in that company that those fans would look at and go, they probably deserve mm-hmm. it more. Um, well, and not to mention the fact that you've already, like, uh, like, okay, wins and losses are supposed to matter. Like, he's got a match against Sammy Guevara the first episode. Yeah. Kind of looks like he's going to beat Sammy Guevara now. Uh, Jericho's got a title defense the second episode of, of TV, I think it is. Oh, I didn't the, know they. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. They announced the title defense like the second week hmm. of the show. Good, uh, which is fine, but kind of, you know, cards always subject to change. But if you're already announcing Cody versus Jericho for full gear, I don't think you're going to change it. Maybe, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It'd be a good way to to set off the whole anything can happen. You don't want to miss an episode, sort of thing. Someone was talking to there. It I saw it on on Squared Circle, and they they are in kind of a um, they're in an awkward spot where right now they like they need to sell tickets to these shows. They got a, a match now uh, announce matches ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the fact that you're announcing Cody and and Jericho a few months in advance, it's it seems a little odd, but at the same time, like yeah, if Cody goes on a losing streak. Wouldn't it shake things up if they were like, okay, you haven't lived up to the expectations. We're going to find someone else to take that match. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just like the WWE model where um, 
Seth wins the title at WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to find the new number one contender. And then that mat, that feud is just going to last for three straight pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And it just drags out forever. And you know it's just going to lead to another match and another match before mm-hmm. it finally wraps up. Right. In this case, they're just saying, look, this is going to be the title match. Um, this is what's announced right now. And if something changes, something changes. And it could make the TV show uh, more exciting. Because yeah. Cody has said, he said on Twitter, like... Yeah, I've got the match now, but I've got to keep winning if I want to keep that spot. So, yeah. So I guess we'll see how it goes. I don't. I I don't think Cody's going to get the belt. Whomever takes it off Jericho, it's going to be to elevate somebody. Um, I would hope so. It it will. It, it's just the way that company seems like it's it's set up right now. I don't think they're in the interest or in the in the business of. Um, giving it to the executive vice president who has all these comparisons to Triple H already. Um, Tony Khan is, he's, he's running the ship. He's a diehard wrestling fan. He's talked about how that stuff drove him nuts. If he did that in his first couple pay-per-views, I think that he realizes there'd be a backlash. He's got to worry about finding a quarterback. Eh, whatever. <laughs> the NFL is a license to print money. They, he doesn't care. <laughs> so. all right. I think that's it. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else off the top of my head. Um, they still haven't announced Detroit for an AEW schedule. No. Uh, if you're local here in the Michigan area, they they did announce that SmackDown Live is going to be um, at Little Caesars Arena two days after Christmas. Those mm-hmm. tickets are going on sale. And then for those of us here in the, uh, the Michigan-Ohio border, they've announced SmackDown Live is going to be in Toledo in February. Oh, see, I didn't see that one. I knew about the Detroit one a while ago, but I didn't know about the Toledo one. Yep. That one might be doable. Whatever. So, we'll see. Uh, All right, man. All right. Well, it's been another fun week. We'll be back next week and... Full uh, Clash review and all that kind of stuff. Getting ready for NXT's... uh, NXT's uh, big debut. Yeah. Woohoo! Can't wait. I want October 4th to be here. That's I know. I care about. But I think they got, uh, they announced Roddy vs. Dream and uh, Riddle vs. Riddle uh, Killian Dane. And a no DQ or a Street Fight or something that's, like that. I'll look forward to seeing that too. Let me know when it's Riddle and Goldberg. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next week. See ya.